the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Liz, if you were in a pub quiz uh-huh. and I gave you the following clues, Ooh. I don't think you'd even need three clues to guess this right. Okay. Oh, I, actually, I was at a quiz night last night. We won. Hey, hey. so you only need one of these. Okay. Because if the special subject is where's the country we're about to talk about, uh-huh. and I said four-wheel drive, uh-huh. camping equipment, uh-huh. and murder, Ooh. where's that going to be? Uh, Victoria, Australia. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> we are talking about killing people on a camping trip because it's what happens in Australia. Oh, my Lord, 100%. Just on a side note, I was I was having a, like a conversation. I'm in a group chat with some friends. Yeah. Um, we're called the hooker. We're called the hooker hunters. It's a long hunters? story. Jesus Christ! Are you, is this the kind of chat you have on Telegram? <laughs> on quick dick cable. Oh Jesus! Um, and a friend of mine was very excited um, about a new wolf, a Wolf Creek movie coming out. There's a new Wolf Creek. Yes. Okay. Well, that that's what he was telling us. He was very excited. He's from Spain. He loves the Wolf Creek movies, <laughs> and. A friend of mine, another friend in the group, is like, "Oh, I don't want to see it, like, I because I find Wolf Creek, you know, too freaky. Just yeah. the idea, the possibility that yeah. someone like that could be out there." And then I had to chime in and be like, "Um, you do remember that I was born in a country town in the middle of nowhere? I guarantee these men do exist, oh, and yeah. they're out there. Oh, yeah." Like, if anything, Mick, Mick seems a bit tame. I'm I've, just saying. I've met three or four of them. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I personally know people that are serving very long prison sentences. Yeah. Yeah. Just went to school with them. Yeah. <laughs> They're out there. Oh, yeah. They're out there. Although, oh, my God, just as a side note, do you know what, yeah. really, shit, what really shits me about Wolf Creek? No. Okay. You know when they come out of the crater, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? And for everyone else, this is good life advice. And it doesn't yeah. necessarily apply just for Australia. I think it's for anywhere. You know, when they come back from the crater and they find that their four-wheel drive won't start. Yes. Okay. So Mick comes along. Hey, you know what? I'll tow you back. I'll have a look at your car. Yeah. Okay. And so then he's there. The bonnet is up. He's under the bonnet. And what are they doing? What are they doing? They're all sitting around on their lazy asses by the campfire drinking tea while he's up there working under his car. Yeah, pull your weight. That's bullshit, mate. You know what? Never would have happened. You're there. At least if you're standing there holding the torch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Stand there holding the torch. You just sit around while someone else is fixing your vehicle. I, I got so angry by that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. They, <laughs> it's almost like they deserve to be kidnapped. Not to victim blame, but... <laughs> Drink tea is fixing your vehicle, mate. Absolutely. Also, don't let someone you don't know tinker around <laughs> under your hood. You know what I'm saying? I, I do love that Australia at the moment has a whole bunch of fresh produce that's not being harvested. Mm-hmm. Quite simply because no one wants to work for these farmers because they pay slavery rates. Yeah. Just all I'm saying is be very wary of the farmers that you see on the news going, we need to get the backpackers back into Australia. Yeah. Because like there's the someone who has not murdered in a good three years <laughs> and it's getting to them. <laughs> It's 
the stress, man. Yeah. That's why they're crying. It's yeah. just the stress. They haven't been able to relieve that stress in three years. Yeah. Oh. And then you bring in the big Fijians. They're like, oh, I can't, I can't beat him. Where's the little <laughs> Japanese backpackers again? The little French ones. <laughs> yeah, that's it. they see the big Samoan guys. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. All they do is help us out in floods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's why they're all stressed crying, I tell you. Yeah. Oh. And then my friends have to go and do mental health awareness shows for them in the bush because that's the only way you can get money from the government to go do shows in stand-up. Oh, no. But you know what? Just as in a, in a, <laughs> just a little throwback to a previous episode of ours just for our one listener. <laughs> How good's the rain? <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's a... I, I think it's fair to say there are some crazy people lurking around, lurking around the bushland. Fucking oath. And you know what? That's so weird because that totally ties in to our subject of this week's topic. We didn't do 40 minutes of bullshit. You don't need to link anything together. We've been talking about the subject all along. <laughs> I know we're trained to do that. Yeah. We're conditioned. I know, we're just so people recognise what's going on. They're oh, not true. like, what? I did, I, did I miss the first 30 minutes? What's wrong with Spotify? We'll get like complaints. Where's the random bullshit? Yeah, what? No, I, I was going to talk about the uh, the AI art generator called Dali, but no, that's all right. Oh, Let's talk about murder. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Can I say like that's at the beginning of this podcast when I sat down to you and I said, okay, I'm ready. And then you got all hiffy with me and being all like, oh, well, yeah, good that you are. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to life as a lady. Oh. <laughs> I've just had to sit through 40 minutes of being harangued into watching Magic Mike. One and two. No, I'm not watching either. You are. No. Why? Because it's going to be terrible. It's, uh, uh, Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I tell you, in fact, I've got a little gold statue right here for Channing Tatum. <laughs> Do you paint your clip gold? <laughs> in a boat. <laughs> Oh, my God. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Okay. Stop. I'll stop. Stop. Tell me about the weird rapey murder, man. Oh, Lord. You know, okay. Look, I guess there are things you probably... <laughs> this it, being Australia and so small, we're halfway through this and I'll go, oh, it's Steve. Yeah, no, Steve. Oh, my God. Is that where he went? Oh, my God. Look, there are probably things you expect to see as a cop. And there's some things you just never thought of. Right. A lot of this story falls into the ladder. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. that We've had the fish man of um, Timbulu. Tul- Tulundu. Tulundu, yeah. Yeah. People didn't think they'd find a dead guy in a fully homemade fish, fish suit. costume. Well, this week we have blonde wigs. Okay. Spread-eagled men. Right. Shallow graves. Okay. A meat tenderizer. And a trip to Bunnings Hardware are all just part of this story. Okay. As we ask, who did the dirty on Diana true crime story? <laughs> or shallow men and the shallow graves they dig. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shallow grave howl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that one. That's pretty good. Oh, my God. Next sounds T-shirt. Like a, sounds like a bad band I was in. <laughs> You were in every band, bad band there was. was, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, Senior Constable Michael Atkinson was never surprised when he had to chase some idiot for doing double the speed limit in these remote parts. Yep. 
People seem to think once you left the city limits, the road rules don't apply. The senior constable was here to remind them otherwise. He quickly caught up with them and handed them a stiff wad of fines. Hey. He <laughs> <laughs> just sat and the porn begins. <laughs> yeah, when you're attracted to authority, everything's a stiff wad. <laughs> everything's a dick cable. <laughs> Now, whilst the senior constable was in hot pursuit, he remembered from the corner of his eye seeing an odd sight. What looked like a green Volvo parked far off the road in bushland. It was a strange place for a car to be and even stranger for a notoriously not off-road vehicle to be (laughs) off-road. It's a very mean understatement of a Volvo's capabilities. They're an incredibly well-made car. <laughs> Not for off-road bush. <laughs> no. The senior constable returned to the area and sure enough, the Volvo still sat there. There you go. Driving off-road, the senior constable pulled up next to the Volvo, but he could see no sign of life. That's just a Volvo driver. <laughs> His interest peaked. The senior constable looked through the windows and saw a whole swathe of camping supplies. Not so unusual for these parts. Unusual for that car, though. Normally you see the parcel shelf with a tissue box and a bowling hat. (laughs) Some kombucha. Yeah, and maybe some knitted seat covers. Yeah. Those beaded ones. Nope, full of camping supplies. Okay. However, a little more unusual were two large tins of hydrochloric acid. What? And two rather large bags of garden lime. Fuck, okay. (laughs) The senior constable walked a little further on into the scrub and came across what appeared to be a shallow grave. Holy shit. It was empty. Okay. The senior constable walked on a little further and there, in some shrubs, he came across... A body on the ground. And when I say he came across, let me <laughs> just. You'd really be putting the cunt in constable if you're wanked on some body. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this will test if he's alive or not. <laughs> Are you dehydrated, mate? Let me rehydrate you. Smelling salts. <laughs> right up the nose. <laughs> oh, I just, I just realised as I was reading it, that was a poorly constructed <laughs> sentence. I remember back in the bloody police school, they told us if we find someone who we suspect they're awake or they're asleep or under the influence of drugs, to subject them to a bukkake party. <laughs> this will find out if they're faking or not. Because if it gets in their eye, it stings. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so he did not come across the body. He found the body. Okay. okay. The body, although the body was spread-eagled. Oh, Hello. <laughs> like a starfish, and lying face down on the ground. Okay. (laughs) Waiting for someone to come across (laughs) it. The senior constable asked the one question we all wanted to know. What the fuck's going on? (laughs) The senior constable stood looking at the body and he could see the person was alive. Okay. Just having a little snooze. (laughs) After his exclamation, (laughs) the body got to their feet. It was a man wearing a ridiculously fake long blonde 
wig. Yeah, okay. My first thought was Donald Pleasance preparing <laughs> for Escape from New York. Or could it be Nazis? <laughs> we all know what they do to imprisoned men with long blonde wigs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the man began to beg the senior constable, Help me! Help me! The man began rambling, saying that he owed... $3,000 for drugs to two Lebanese men and that the men had abducted him from the street and had threatened to kill him. The senior constable addressed the most pressing issue. Yeah. What's with the wig? The, that's def, that is a hallmark of Lebanese crime. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the blonde wig. The blonde wig. I could t- you didn't need to say, mate. I could tell. And Volvo? From the wind. Mate, yes. Screams Lebanese. I did not want to racially profile, but mm. every Lebanese person I know drives a Volvo. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> just, just a pile of blonde wigs <laughs> in the back. Yeah. Oh. The body from the bushes said that his abductors had forced him to wear it. I don't know, I kind of like these guys. (laughs) The two men walked back to the senior constable's police car. As they passed the shallow grave, the the officer pointed out the grave. Yeah. Simply said, I think that was meant for you. (laughs) The body from the bushes told the senior constable his name was Steve Sampson. Sampson with a P. Very specific. Well, if it was just with an S, an A, and an M, take that hair away from him. (laughs) He's in trouble. His name was Samson with a P and then he lived at Station Street, Paran. In In Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yep. But with two crazed homicidal Lebanese drug dealers on the prowl (laughs) putting wigs on people, (laughs) there was no time to waste. The senior constable led the man back to his police vehicle. The senior constable picked up his radio and began to radio for assistance at the scene. As the senior constable stood with his back to the victim, he didn't see the man from the bushes take the fire extinguisher from the police car and then smash the senior constable on the back of his head. Oh, it's just gone all irreversible on him. The senior constable was sent flying forward into the front seats of the police vehicle. The senior constable, believing he may have blacked out for a few moments, but then he came to and turned and faced his attacker. Only for his face to be showered in a wave of foam from the fire extinguisher. (laughs) He hopes. (laughs) (laughs) He works quickly if he doesn't. <laughs> How long were you passed out for? And where did you learn these police resuscitation techniques? It's for an eye for an eye. You came across me. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> so he was he was hit with a wavy foam in his face. <laughs> no backsies, bakakis. The senior constable fell over again, but had the presence of mind to reach for his capsicum spray Hello. and spray it blindly in the direction he believed his attacker to be. Yeah. <laughs> the man in the blonde wig dropped the fire extinguisher and fled whimpering into the bushland. <laughs> the Lebanese are back. They've brought seasoning. 
<laughs> More police quickly arrived on the scene, and then that's when someone decided to open the boot of the car. Okay. There, they found another body. Oh. This time, it was a woman, and she had been dead for days. Oh, dear. Her body wrapped in a doona. Oh, God. Oh, so a quilt. <laughs> no, two different things. Are they? What's the difference? Oh, my God. There's like a, a doona and a quilt. Like, you get like a, like you're, like you get a quilt. There's like a stitched thing. And a doona is like a doona. Do Americans know what doonas are? Half of yeah, they have doonas. Do they? Yes. I always thought they had quilts. No. Oh, my God. Their grandmas have quilts. No, they have comforters. Ah. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. I don't know, but can you put a but can you put a cover on a comforter? I thought they just had the material sewn in. We're talking about a large box stitched down filled blanket. Or synthetic fiber. Or synthetic fiber. You know. The dude's fucking murdered a woman. He's not gonna be vegan. <laughs> stop stop fucking projecting your politics onto people. <laughs> don't tell me how to live, you were Impressive communist. Oh, my God. <sighs> so she was wrapped in a doona. Okay. A all comforter. right. So do- so- <laughs> Make me so angry. And, oh, my God, nobody is wasting a quilt, okay, on a body. Do you know those antique quilts are worth, like, thousands of dollars? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't. You'd get your you'd get your twenty dollar Kmart doona to wrap a body. Fair enough. You know you wouldn't. They wouldn't decompose though. You want something cotton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, you mean like a summer quilt? Maybe summer some, doona. Maybe something something that's made from wool or another uh, fibre that will naturally vegan. decompose. It's not very. Oh, vegan. for fuck's sake! <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like we have vegan meat things. is murder as you dismember your girlfriend. <laughs> Thank God I'm having plant based for lunch. You're such an asshole. I'm just saying, there's alternatives out there. No, there are, you know. So remember, if you're gonna be one of the what is it, one in sixty men who statistically murders a woman, think about your plant diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't want to be. I don't want to be wrapped in a wool quilt. That's <laughs> against my ethics. I I want organically, eco-friendly, plant-based, not tested on animals quilt that's what i want okay or i'll be pissed off <laughs> i'll haunt you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh lord now the woman in the quilt was 27 year old diane oh i feel really bad i'm, I'm gonna say her name incorrectly sailor p-s-a-i-l-a yeah i'd go with sailor sailor yeah Diane's father, Charlie, knew he wanted to paint his car. He also knew that his daughter had gone to high school with a man who now worked in a paint factory. All right. On the morning of November the 8th, 1999, about five days previously, Uh he asked his daughter if she could take the sunroof panel of his car over to her friend's flat so he could paint match the colour. Diane left the house with the sunroof. Little did Charlie know this was the last time he would see his daughter alive. Or his sunroof. <laughs> he gets his sunroof back. Oh, God. 
Diane went to the flat of 31-year-old Gabriel Omar Chang with the sunroof. That's a wonderfully confusing name. Yes. Gabriel Omar Chang. Yes. That's amazing. He Okay, his parents, uh, one is uh, uh, from Chile. Yeah, that'll be the in, Omar. Yeah, and, and one is from China. Chile, China. Chile, China. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Gabriel lived in the flat with his de facto partner yeah. and their two children. Okay. Now... What happened next in the flat? We only have science and the word of a liar to piece together events. Okay. Mm-hmm. The one thing that these two agree on is that Diane's head was fractured in multiple locations. Oh, dear. The difference lies in how those fractures occurred. Well, I'm guessing they were natural. <laughs> natural fractures? Yeah, yeah, she just sneezed. Cut Oh, my skull. That's why you never, ever stifle a sneeze. Just <laughs> your head goes like a kinder egg. You know, and I've said, I know that I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Whoever said that a sneeze is like an orgasm has never had an orgasm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. For a start, the industry to stop you having hay fever would not be a multi-million dollar industry because everybody would like who had severe hay fever would just be taking days off work and just rolling around on their expensive comforter at home. Yeah. Just like, a chip, a chip, oh my god, oh Channing Tatum, a chip, a chip, oh rubbing their face to their cat. Yeah, you'd be buying bags of pollen from yeah, a, from a dealer. Ah, yeah. Oh my god. Just people like sniffing flowers and jerking off. Just Fuck the bees, this is for me. <laughs> So yeah, it's crap. Yeah. Now, <laughs> at first, Gabriel claimed that instead of offering him money for the paint, Diane instead started demanding money from him so she could buy heroin. Okay. And when he refused, she freaked out on him. So to defend himself yeah. from the little lady, yeah. he hit her with an open hand across the face. Perfectly reasonable. Or possibly her throat. The only thing that stops a bad woman with a throat is a good guy with a fist. <laughs> According to this guy. Yeah, and Mr. NRA over here, Chile, China. Yeah. Yeah. Gabrielle claims that this made Diane fall and she hit her head on the wooden armrest of a chair. Yes. So this woman who was younger than you, smaller than you, um, had literally come over with a sunroof to buy paint from you. Yeah. Um, started demanding money for heroin. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Even though like, so this, guy, this guy has a future in Hollywood. And, and her family was like, oh, she wasn't on heroin. No. And like any yeah. toxicology report or. Yeah. There was, yeah. There was no heroin traces. Yeah. Gabrielle <laughs> told police. I tried to get a pulse. I couldn't feel anything. So he did what any reasonable person would do in response to a terrible accident. He phoned an ambulance. No, sorry. No, wait, sorry. No, he didn't. He didn't do that. He phoned the police. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. Oh, no, no, he didn't do that either. No, sorry. He attempted resuscitation himself. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. He he didn't do that either. Um, he just okay. Let me check my notes here. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna check my notes in my appropriate appropriate emergency response manual. Please tell me he didn't uh, come across the body. Uh, he wrapped her in a doona and put her in the boot of his car. It's like an egg. You keep it warm. <laughs> keep it warm. Keep it together. I'm surprised he didn't just put her in a glass of milk. Feed her some wheat beaks from a syringe like a bird. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Oh, my Lord. Just on a side note, and I think it's very important for this case, okay. Um, since living in Australia, yeah. um, Gabrielle had actually gone to and got a certificate to say that he passed a... Uh, Senior first aid? A first aid. He's got his first aid license. Wow. How to resuscitate somebody. Okay. He clearly <laughs> snoozed on that one. <laughs> Someone slept through a lesson. Uh, but in the next interview with police, Gabriel changed and elaborated on his story somewhat. He now claimed that Diane, in fact, wanted the money to get jewellery out of porn that she had born, pawned to buy the heroin. Uh. Gabriel then went on to say he was only defending himself. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, he was the victim because Diane started hitting him out of the blue for no reason. And this is why he hit her with his open hand, which he now explains he did more than once. Uh, Of course. In fact, quite a few times before she fell. Okay. And... After she did, Gabriel went on to explain that he was the good guy in this situation. He was the good guy because he checked her neck for a pulse. Yeah. Then he checked her arms for a pulse. Okay. Then he checked her legs for a pulse. The fuck? Literally. What? That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> I just, I just, like the car, like the car, just standing there with your leg in the air. No, nah, I got nothing. <laughs> Have you ever tried to read someone's pulse through their leg? Well, no, but I'm look. Surely there's a place to do it. There's some major arteries there, but yeah, they're all tucked away. Yeah, like you're not gonna like. I suggest if you feel something throbbing in your leg. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. Oh. I've seen him in grey sweatpants. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not that's not normal. Again, you have a first aid license. I'm pretty sure the first thing they cover <laughs> is if you're looking for a pulse, don't grab a leg. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to brush up on my first aid here. It's doctor doctor's ABC, so it's danger, response, send for help, airways, breathing, circulation, wrap in doona, put in Volvo. Yeah, check a leg, check a leg. Check a leg, that's Check right. a leg before you put her in the oh, doona. I remember that public health campaign now. Check a leg, check, check a leg, check a leg. <laughs> Have you slapped a woman with completely reasonable force? <laughs> because she wanted to buy heroin. <laughs> no, or to get her jewellery out of porn yeah. after she's bought the heroin. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Try to keep your lies simple. Yeah. That's, all I'm ju- that's all I'm just suggesting at this stage. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so after he's basically just picked up every extremity yeah. and checked it for a pulse, yeah. he couldn't find any because he's a good guy. He's a good guy in this. Yeah. It was then 
that Gabrielle says he noticed bleeding around her eyes. Around her eyes? Around her eyes. And this upset him. Poor sensitive soul. Mm, mm. I mean, there he is just waving her body parts around the apartment, you know, trying to get a response. You hate hate it when you bash a woman and she's got the fucking insensitivity to bleed from her eyes. Oh, and to like, you know, almost as if to look at you and confront you with the atrocity that you have done to her. It's just just not the way a lady should behave. Mm, mm. So he was so upset by this that he removed her jumper. Okay. And then removed her shirt. He's checking for a pulse. He wants you to know, not a sex offender. It's because no. he's upset. He's he's not a dirty, dirty sex offender. He's upset. Yeah. He's oh. And he's getting her his tears on her. This yeah. Oh, I'm gonna stain her blouse. Yeah. He then tied both of them around her head. I, because that's much more dignified. That is much yeah. more dignified. He's yeah. thinking of the victim here. Yeah. In his next interview, he admitted, okay, yes, he had hit Diane with a fair bit of force. It's ironic that he's digging himself a bigger hole now than the one he did out in the bush. (laughs) (laughs) They had hit her with force and this time he said that he had simply tied her clothing over her head so that her blood didn't spill all over his house and his belongings. How rude of her. It's very rude. Just come in here, you know, just, oh my God, I'm just trying to murder you and what are you doing? Bleeding all over my stuff. It's like my mum used to say, when you're being murdered, guests Mm. don't bleed. Mm. That's why I always take some plastic sheeting with me, like a good guest, so I can put it down. Absolutely. Mm. Because we were raised right. Yes, damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) During the autopsy, it was discovered that in the main skull fracture, a piece of material was found inside the wound, which indicates that the material was around her head before the skull was fractured oh, Christ. in that spot. Oh. Gabriel then came back for the next police interview. He is a master of spin. Oh, he elaborated on his story further, saying that after Diane had hit her head, totally not his fault, and he had tried her neck, arms and legs for a pulse and then taken off her jumper and her shirt and wrapped them around her head. Yeah. That he thought he should check one more time if she was, in fact, still alive and okay. What a gentleman. You know, yes, exactly. Yeah. Go in that extra step. Yeah. You know. So, Gabriel went to his kitchen. That's where he keeps his medical equipment, I'm mm, guessing. Yeah. Mm, mm, your emergency blanket. Yeah. <laughs> and he came back with a metal meat tenderizer. Okay. For those who don't have a metal meat tenderizer at home, basically it's like a double-sided hammer with like spiky bits on each. Basically to you hit meat so it goes soft. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nothing unusual about yeah. that. It's what I pick up if I'm worried that someone 
is unconscious. He's going to knock it on her knee to see if she's got reflexes. Mm. That's what he's going to do. Well, oh, you two are kind of on the same uh, path. Yeah. Um, he wanted to check she was still alive, so he came back, went to her body, and gently, and in his words, tapped. Yeah. Just tapped. Just a little tap it, tap it, tap it, tap it, tap, 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 head. That's... That makes sense to me because when you are a hammer, all you see are nails. <laughs> Which just happened to fracture her skull with such force that it drove part of the fabric into her brain. Well, tap is relative. Gabriel said, I went up later on and I hit her in the head. Yeah, because I didn't know. I just hit her, you know, just to see if she was moving at first, you know, to see if she was feeling anything. <laughs> I think I hit her across the head, I think a couple of times, to see if she was moving. But I didn't think I hit her that hard. At first, I was kicking her, you know, to see if she was still moving too. But nothing. Yeah, what a considerate fellow. He's amazing. I know, I know. Because that's what you do if you're worried about someone. Oh, give him a good kicking. See if that responds. Hello, do you need medical assistance? Just triple zero is for emergencies. You don't want to waste their time with someone dying. You know, yeah, exactly. He's had a tragic head falling onto a chair oh, accident. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Lord. So he was surprised that, you know, it was just a little little tappy-tappy-tap. So after hitting her with a meat tenderizer and getting no response and kicking her and getting no response, what do you know? <gasps> what? She didn't sit up again? <laughs> he's, got, he's got like a Victorian <laughs> medical manual from the 1700s. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, if your servant won't rise after a solid kicking, <laughs> take to her skull with a mallet. Have you tried setting them on fire? I'm not wasting perfectly good fire on her. He said everything but give her a milk transfusion. <laughs> Wait for the next step. I brought in my cow. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It was at this stage that he thought the next logical reaction to getting her assistance was to wrap her in his doona, and then dump her in the boot of her own car along with her father's sunroof. Ah. Gabrielle then drove to the homes of James Adams, a friend from work, and there Gabrielle parked the, uh, her car in James' garage. That's nice of him. Mm, consider it. Yeah. Sharing the love. Yeah. It gets better. Where do you think Gabrielle went next? Straight, straight to the police? Maybe. Oh. Straight to the police? What do you reckon? Police, uh, hospital, Channel 7, uh, hand himself in. At the very least, to a library to brush up on his first aid skills. He went to the workplace of Diane's brother. Why? And asked where Diane was. Oh, my God. He's a criminal mastermind. Saying she was supposed to bring a sunroof panel to him, but had not shown up. <gasps> He is a, he's playing 4D chess. Gabriel then went and saw Diane's dad. Okay. And asked where his daughter was 
as she had not shown up. And did he have the sunroof panel? Oh, what a fucking dog. How could you look somebody's dad dead in the face when you have literally, like, hit, kicked, bashed, meat tenderized, ripped their clothes off, beaten them to death, put them in a doona? How do you stare at their dad in the eyes? Dead in the eyes. Gabrielle, where do you think he goes next? To the mother's house? (laughs) Please tell me I'm wrong. He pissed on their grandma. (laughs) He then went to Diane's home where she still lived with her parents and broke into the family home. He then broke into the father's safe and stole his $3,000 in $100 notes. Why? (laughs) Why? Because he's clearly the world's biggest asshole. (laughs) True. You've just looked him in the eyes and be all like, I haven't seen your daughter. Of course, what's the next thing? Take her shit while you're there as well. Yeah, so he broke in and stole all the family's money. Okay. Yeah. What a stellar human being. Gabrielle then called into sick to work, saying he would be sick for the next three days. Okay. Telling them and his de facto partner that he had had an accident on the way to work and had hurt his back. So had to stay home for the next three days and rest. Holy shit. The day after Diane's death, Gabrielle told James Adams, where the, where he had parked Diane's car, yeah. that, quote, some things had been done that could not be undone. What is he, Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was going to be taking off. Okay. Because mm-hmm. $3,000 lasts forever on the land. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if I was going to blow off, like, my kids, yeah. I'd definitely be like, oh, three grand, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> kids, I'll buy more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. Like, they're just lucky that, like, Diane didn't have any kids. He would have stolen her kids as well. I'll replace them. I'm your daddy now. <sighs> On Thursday, the 11th of November, and poor Diane had now been in the boot of her car for almost four years. Days. Oh, God. Gabrielle invited James to a cheap motel where the two drank. Motel or hotel? Like a pub? Uh, no, like a, like with a room. Okay, yep. Okay, which is just normal when you're workmates. Like, hey. Hey, I've been off work for three days. You want to come to a cheap, seedy motel and drink with me? Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Okay. I think... <laughs> okay, his friend James, yeah. okay, could possibly be I'm going to say it too trusting. I think so. And needs to ask more questions in life. Slightly credulous. Because friend. after they'd been drinking, Gabrielle then asked James to pop out and buy him a peculiar list of items. <laughs> <laughs> that list of items included new underwear. Socks, a torch of batteries, hair dye, hair dye, blonde hair dye, and a parsley shredder. A parsley shredder? 
Parsley shredders are used by some people, shall we say, to dice their marijuana. Okay. Yep. Or he could have just well, like we're. I don't want to accuse him allegedly of being a marijuana smoker. That I mean, he might have just really enjoyed diced parsley. He might have. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to slander the man unless he just wants to put a garnish on the horror in the boot of his exactly. car. Exactly. Just a little. That'll make it all better. <laughs> uh, of course, I, I I sprinkled some like you know pollen on the body to see if she was alive. If she sneezed, oh, there's hope. Uh, Gabriel gave James two $100 notes and off he went. Sometimes later, James returned to the motel with all of the items except for the blonde hair dye. Oh, dear. Gabriel insisted that he had to have blonde hair dye, so the two went back out to find the hair dye. Upon securing hair dye, Gabriel returned to the motel and James returned home. With Diane's car still sitting in his garage. Oh dear. That night, Gabriel tried to dye his hair. <laughs> but, because men are useless at yeah. hair dye, had bought the wrong hair dye. <laughs> and his half Chinese, half Chilean hair, which was jet black, refused to take the dye that he had bought. I guarantee he bought a semi-permanent. That shit was <laughs> never going to work. You need the peroxide. Oh, my God. And uh, you, need a, you need a special one for, you know, Asian hair. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, now, that night, yeah, so he tried to do the dye. It's not working. Just imagine your work colleague going, can I put a car in your shed and not see it for a while? And can you go and help me buy most of a disguise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then do you want to just randomly come out and hang out with me in a hotel? Because <laughs> I can't go home for some reason? <laughs> with, my, with my new undies from a parsley shredder and <laughs> we can dye my hair. <laughs> it's a pizza party at my house. <laughs> Woo! Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> The next day, James returned to the motel. Okay. And the two went to an army disposal store. James, ask more questions. I you know, I think I have a feeling that like this was his first friend. I've got a feeling, and, yeah. And he was like, Oh, I don't want to fuck it up. Like we're in the new <laughs> stages of a new friendship. I just just be cool, man. Just just don't fuck it up. Just don't be you, be cool. Go with the flow. Shred that parsley. <laughs> They went to an army disposal store. Gabriel bought a hiking pack, a sleeping bag, and an air mattress. Okay. Wussy. <laughs> How soft are you? Yeah. Um, nobody, goes, nobody goes on the lamb with an inflatable <laughs> air mattress. Oh my God. What's Bon Jovi singing about? I got an air mattress and a pillow, <laughs> and it's really quite comfortable. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm I don't going. know where I'm going, but I can't fucking dye my hair. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I'm going down in a blaze of downy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he bought his air mattress. Oh, so weak. A pick and a fold-up shovel. Christ Almighty! Ask some fucking <laughs> questions, James. <laughs> And on a side note, at this stage, just buy a real fucking shovel. Those fold-up shovels are shit. They're useless. I'm just saying, if you've got a, 
if you've got to dig a grave, don't do it with it. The- they are for digging a shithole. Yeah. That's all it's for. Yeah. They're just, oh. Or, you know, or, or, you know, in a very last desperate attempt in a in a in a foxhole where you're literally hand to hand, you've got nothing. You might pick one up and hit a serrated edge over a Nazi's head, okay? But that's a very last desperate before putting situation. his shirt over his head to make sure he's okay, yeah. checking his leg for a pulse, <laughs> getting a meat tenderizer. Are you okay? <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Nine. <laughs> I've got the. I think I have a pulse. Quick, check his leg. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Next, the pair went to Melbourne's largest food and produce market, the Queen Victoria Market. And Gabrielle bought a pair of sunglasses, (laughs) a baseball cap, (laughs) and a blonde wig. Fuck me dead, James. (laughs) James! Ask some questions, James. Now is the time. Oh, oh get fucked. <laughs> I think we should rename this attitude. What the fuck was James thinking he was doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Gabrielle had one last favour to ask from his friend as they pulled into a Bunnings warehouse. So the large, massive hardware shop. Hardware shop. Yeah. yeah. Gabrielle... <laughs> It's a perfectly normal request. You've probably been asked this a thousand times by friends. (laughs) Gabriel asked his friend to go into the store and purchase two bags of garden lime and some brick acid (laughs) while he waited in the car. (laughs) Because I can't be on camera. (laughs) So James went in and bought two bags of lime. Fucking Christ, James. And some wig. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> what? But how many times have you been asked to just pop it? Oh, I would, but I can't. Oh, my back. Uh, <laughs> can you can you go buy some lime for me? It's a, it, it's a, how many times? How yeah. many times? Oh, my Lord. So, yes. Oh, hang on. I, I, was, I, was, I was admonishing James so much. I skipped back a place. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're in Bunnings Warehouse. Uh, the two men then drove back to James's house and, oh God, the two men loaded the supplies into the back seat of Diane's car. At this point, you'd be asking, can't we put this in the boot? Gabrielle had to take petrol from the car's tank and sprinkle it inside the car to try to cover up the smell of the decomposing body. It was now so strong, it was permeating out from the boot. My God. James did not ask any questions. <sighs> He's looking at his gun, fucking Volvo. <laughs> Gabriel then put on the blonde wig. <laughs> the baseball cap. And the sunglasses. (laughs) And told James, quote, (laughs) I'll be in contact. (laughs) There goes my cool friend. Waved and drove away. My God. (laughs) 
Oh my god! And I presume James went inside to wait for a Facebook friend request that <laughs> never came. <laughs> oh, James, 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 James! Oh, look, <laughs> I know there might you know you might be like, oh, I really want a friend, but <laughs> up to a point, James. Up to a point. You know what? Just don't just don't accept any old thing. Oh my god. At what point when he's standing there watching his friend throw petrol inside his own car? Mm. I do this all the time. This is basically our money for men. Yeah. Oh, I think I might have like driven over a little bit of poop, hence the smell of a decomposing body <laughs> from the boots. Volvos, man, they all smell like old people. Yeah, oh, it's the last time I buy this hair freshener. Pew <laughs> whip. I'll, I'll just spray a flammable gas into the small confined area that I'm going to be sitting in. Oh my god! Can you just hold the petrol while I put my blonde wig on? <laughs> uh, by the way, my name is now Mister Incognito. <laughs> oh, Gabrielle then drove along the coast of Victoria for about two hours. Okay, until. I mean, yeah, because that's 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 how far I give it when I'm planning on burying a body. Yeah. Two hours. Oh, surely that's enough. Yeah, Great Ocean oh. Road. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's only like, what, the most popular road in Australia? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Plenty of places for a man in a wig to pull over and dig. <laughs> so he drove for about two hours until he was just outside a small coastal town named Lorn. L-O-R-N-E. Beautiful place, uh, near the 12 apostles that are now the, the three apostles. Well, it was almost the 13 apostles. <laughs> Is that where you'd like to be buried? No. Okay. <laughs> Especially not by this guy. Puts on my blonde wig, I'll leave. <laughs> Gabriel drove off the road to go bush and to find a spot to bury the body. Finding what he thought was the perfect spot, he returned with his pickaxe and foldable shovel and began to dig. Okay. Okay, again. Now, as a country girl, yeah. someone who grew up in the bush, yeah. Okay, I would just like to say one thing. If you could still see your piece of shit Volvo <laughs> from one of the most heavily trafficked roads <laughs> in Australia, you're not out bush, mate. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not fucking out bush. If people on the road can clearly see you and your fucking car, you're not off bush. You're not off road. All right? You're in a fucking driveway at best. <laughs> Fucking city people! What the fuck is wrong with you? It's actually a really common way for people to be to be busted doing drug deals. Is to, to drive out to where they think the country is. Yeah. And get out and, and like farmers are just like, what are you doing, dickhead? Yeah. And they just call the cops and you're fucked. Yeah. It's well really- to the country. You could literally, it could be Mick. Yeah. There ain't no cops being called. You will literally be fucked. Finally, backpackers. Thirsty farmers. Oh, she's a blonde. <laughs> Smells like petrol. That's all right with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is, that a, is that a Lebanese person over there in the blonde wig? That's what they do. I love that he just plucked Lebanese people out of the fucking ether. <laughs> I know. He just fucking... Oh my God. Mind you, if it was Sydney, that probably would have worked. Yeah. yeah. The cops are just like, fucking Lebos. No. They're behind every crime. Alan Jones is God. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Racism is alive and well. <laughs> Unlike the victim in this story. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. He checked. He couldn't have checked more times. No, he checked her leg. Yeah, oh, both her legs by the sound <laughs> of it. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah. So, this guy went like three steps off the road, basically. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Uh, and started drinking the shallow grave. Yeah. It was then that Gabrielle noticed a police car approaching him. Because, again, you're visible from the road digging a grave <laughs> in a blonde wig. <laughs> Gabrielle pretended to be the victim, throwing himself to the ground, and then assaulted the police officer with a fire extinguisher and ran off into the bush covered in capsicum spray, leaving all of his camping supplies behind. (laughs) And the myth of the Yowie was born. (laughs) I'm surprised he at least didn't go back for his inflatable mattress. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> shut down in a blaze of glory. But it's just like he, in my mind, he hasn't taken the blonde wig off no. this entire time. Baseball cap, blonde wig, <laughs> running, crying off <laughs> like three feet from the highway. Okay. Get to an Airbnb. <laughs> no, it doesn't get better. <laughs> it gets better. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> because he ran off. Into the finger waggle bush. Uh-huh. He didn't get far before he fell off a cliff. <laughs> Great Ocean Road, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. Luckily, the wig broke his fall. Oh god. Oh my god. So he fell off a cliff and broke his left wrist. Yes, suck shit, cunt. <laughs> The police found him wallowing in the bush the next day. <laughs> Dirty, filthy, and in pain. <laughs> Where's your clean undies now? I think the Lebanese took him. <laughs> That's what they do. They take your Nikes and your jocks. Oh, oh I got to let me with this wig. <laughs> oh. Holy shit, what a dead shit. This is literally the, literally the worst fucking piece of shit criminal ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Gabrielle would have his day in the Supreme Court 15 months later. His barrister, fuck, is why I hate the legal profession. Yeah. Put forth the case that all of his behaviour after Diane's death and his lies did not mean that he had murdered Diane. Yes, he did cause Diane's death, but he didn't mean to. Claiming that Diane had been the one who had attacked him and she had died as a result of him innocently defending himself. Because that's what she would have thought. Doing her dad a favour to go get a sunroof paint matched. Mm. Time to go and attack a crazy man. Mm, yeah. Mm, in mm, his own home. Mm, mm. Yeah. The prosecution claimed Gabrielle was lying and that he was a manipulator. He had an anger issue. Mm. And that no blood was found on the wooden armrest that he claims Diane struck her head on, delivering the fatal blow. Pretty damning. Yeah. It took 
just three hours for the jury to find Gabrielle guilty of murder. Most of that time they were probably playing Tetris to make it look like they had to think more than two seconds. I remember I was once on... Oh, God. <laughs> I was on a jury, okay? Please don't prejudice a result. What what happened? <laughs> well, no, it was like drugs, okay? okay? Yeah. And this was the one, remember I said that like, he's like, he was all like, what? No, I don't take drugs. And then his girlfriend came <laughs> clearly fucking on like heroin, like out of her brain and yeah. then sat in the front and then like just dribbled on herself and passed out. <laughs> And anyway, the evidence, like, it was so, like, it was so overwhelming, the evidence. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he is, like, so guilty. Yeah. But then one of the guys, like, looking at it, he's like, oh, guys, you realise it's um, it's 12 o'clock? If, uh, if we go into deliberation, we get a free lunch. <laughs> so we got a free lunch. Oh, my God. And then came back after our free lunch. <laughs> Holy shit. Pronounced him guilty. <laughs> just wanted to lunch. Why not? Yeah. Why not? So that's what I think the three hours could have literally yeah. just been them making, ordering their meals. It, it was, yeah. It wasn't as fancy as I thought it was, to be no, honest. sandwiches probably. Yeah, we were hoping for like Chinese food. No, yeah, it was no. like Subway sandwiches and yeah. some like cookies. Yeah. Um, which I couldn't eat because I was vegan. Oh, I know. Damn. I know. Oh, you know what's worse? They didn't even offer us soft drinks. Didn't they? Fucking water. I was just like, can we find him guilty? I need some caffeine. <laughs> oh, my God. So, three hours back, they found him guilty of murder. I mean, <laughs> how the fuck do you not find this guy guilty of murder? Unbelievable. Uh, the judge sentenced Gabrielle to a maximum of 18 years jail. Yep. For the other charges, such as the burglary, stealing the money, assaulting the police officer, Gabriel was given another two years and three months. Yep. But, outrage, only six months was added to his sentence. Right. Which I think is absolute bullshit because I was sitting there looking at it and I'm like, you know what? If I knew that I was going down for murder. Yeah. And it was like, oh, do I do I go peacefully or do I have a crack at the cop? The worst that this is going to do is add six months to my sentence. You know what? I'd give it a crack. Absolutely you would. I'd fucking have a go. That's bang for your buck. Yeah, fucking six months. It's worth a shot. It's like Eminem. You only get one shot. <laughs> like six months. Fuck yeah. off. How is that a deterrent? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking, it makes me want to break into a safe and fucking yeah. <laughs> spray foam at a cop. <laughs> and by that, I mean aggressively masturbate. <laughs> you literally want to fuck the police. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Is, I don't know if there's like a. Con- I was saying to this, like, but I had made the mistake of saying it like out loud at work, and the little old lady who works oh, there office like ran away. But no, but if you're if you're ever just like walking along, you know, you got the cops, and they've got their like their guns sitting on their hip. Yeah. Don't you just have an overwhelming urge to just grab the gun? Oh yeah, like when I'm an emergency exit on a plane, or when I'm on a balcony, like I want to jump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I'm like, I just want to like grab their gun and just start like pew, pew, pew. Just like shooting in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't be the only one who has that. And they're no. looking at me like I was insane. And I'm like, come nah, on. No, that's man. pretty common, I think. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Okay. It's not me. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's good to know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, six, an extra six months for all of that, which I think is dodgy. Yeah. Dodgy as. 
So, you know, 18 years. It, it still seems like he got off pretty easy, I think. Yeah. Um, so, 18 months later. Okay. The Victorian Court of Appeal squashed the murder conviction and ordered a new trial. Okay. Why, you might ask? Well, because according to the uh, Court of Appeals, the judge had made a slight technical error. Because when the judge addressed the jury before it went into deliberation, advising them that they should disregard most of his lies as to whether he was guilty or not, and just focus on the meat tenderizer. Yeah. Okay. The appeals court argued that the jury should have been free to consider all of his lies <laughs> and not just one lie. Yeah. So on that basis, they quashed Jesus. the conviction and yeah. the jury, even though it was, and you're like reading it and it's like, even though they, they felt that he was guilty. Yeah. But oh, it was a technical like error. So they had to go through a new trial. Ugh. So they went through a new trial. This time the jury deliberated for five hours. Got to make it stick. And found Gabrielle guilty of the lesser charge of manslaughter. Get fucked. I know, I was just reading this and I'm like, how? How do you not, like, guilty as fuck? (laughs) That should be a verdict. Guilty Guilty as fuck. fuck. Yes, seriously. Just there is no court of appeal. Guilty AF. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. You've been found super guilty. Yeah, you were so guilty. We don't even have a guilty charge high enough for your guilt. <laughs> That's how fucking guilty you are. You know what? I'm literally going to apply to like Webb's, the Oxford Dictionary. And for guilty, I'm just going to get them to have your picture of your face. That's how guilty you are. You are the definition of guilty. Oh. Ten days later, the verdict was handed down. This judge felt that Gabrielle was a good prospect for rehabilitation. Good on you, Judge. At what point? At what point? This says, oh, this is an awesome human being who can and should be saved. I don't know. Hey? At what point? At which of the five days that he left an innocent woman rotting in a boot, are you like, you know what? He's a good egg. Yeah, he's got a chance. Yeah. So she felt, the judge felt that he was a good prospect for rehabilitation and noticed that he had no previous convictions. (laughs) That's bullshit. It's murder. Just because you've murdered no one before doesn't lessen your murder. No. It's it's, it's not until you murder two people that we actually take your murdering seriously. (laughs) You clearly meant it because you've done it before and we warned you about murdering people. Fuck. Yeah. But, you know, he just... It was just a victim of circumstance. Oh, my God. Victim of a bad wig and a fucking low IQ. Yeah. Gabrielle was sentenced to a punishment with a maximum. Uh, okay, so last time round, he got 18, like 18 years and then an extra, like, you know. Six months. Six months, yeah. Yeah. It's so about 18 and a half years. What do you think he got with the second time round? Manslaughter, like the maximum's probably 10. 
He got five and a half years. You're fucking kidding me. Five and a half years for checking to see if a woman was alive with a meat tenderizer after stripping her top half and wrapping it around her head. Jesus Christ. Five and a half years. Wow. With a minimum. Oh, God. 18 months. Of three and a half years before parole. Which meant that with time served, Gabrielle could be freed from jail in as little as 19 months from the court date. Fuck me dead. Diane's mother was unable to comment outside the court, simply stating, I'm just too shocked. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah. So, uh, how's that for a big old pile of bullshit? How can you be that callous and cruel and then that incompetent and possibly only do three and a half years in prison? Where's the deterrent? Yeah, that's what you'd call a manifestly inadequate sentence. Three and a half years. I know people. I'd be prepared to pay that price. (laughs) Yeah. To meat tenderize them, put them in a boot and shallow grave them. Three and a half years seems like a fair enough trade-off. It's insane. Especially if I can take it at the end where I'm just old and not doing much. Yeah. You know, eh, got to do something. Just three and a half years. Just days of criminal behaviour following that. Getting a disguise. Yeah. Burglaring the fucking dad's house, stealing their money. Yeah. They should have fucking built a prison on him. Fuck. Three and a half years. Oh, my God. You know what? Australian justice system, cooked. Victoria's justice system in particular. Cooked. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know who else is cooked? Fucking James. Ask a <laughs> question, man. Ask a question. Oh, yeah. my God. But you know what the other thing is? All of this, so he was like, ah, oh, I'm taking off. He's fucking off. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, all of that got exposed, you know, to his partner and his two children. Yeah. You know, just when you think, oh, you can't think your dad's a, you know, a bigger pile of shit, you found out part of his plan was to just abandon you. Yeah. Fuck. Merry Christmas. So this dude's just out and about in the community. Dude's out and about um, in the community. So if you need your car painted, either do it yourself or... Or go through a registered business. Yeah. Don't agree to meet a man in his flat for a paint match. Yeah. Um, you know what? There's sometimes it's worth just paying retail. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. You know what? Do it yourself. Yeah. 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 Un- unlike hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, research that shit. And... You know what? If somebody asks you to go into a hardware store and buy them acid and lime, <laughs> you know, um, either ask questions or just leave. Yeah. Make new friends. <laughs> That's my suggestion. Make new friends. If all you do with your friend is buy acid and lime, make new friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I've got for this. So, yeah, there's some people out there, but just remember, so is Channing Tatum and Real Mothman. Eat the carpet. Yeah, and fucking look at the wig. <laughs> and ask questions. James. Ask questions, James. There's one new catchphrase. <laughs> oh, God. You, oh, God. 
ask a fucking question, James. Oh, God. I almost passed out then. Oh, my God. Don't do that. I'll have to check to see if you're awake with a meat hammer. <laughs> yeah, I can grab my leg. <laughs> see if I got a pulse. <laughs> Quick tire, jump around her head. I don't have a meat mallet. We'll just have to use a camera. Just oh, bash you with that. Don't use a meat tenderizer. It's not vegan. No, okay, we just won't. Just use a carrot. Look at the wig and ask questions, James. Best catchphrase ever. Yeah.